You are now tuned in to the Conversations with Christ podcast. This is Cortez. And this is Cassie. And this podcast is meant to discuss everyday topics from the perspective of a Christian couple. From relationships to prayer, we'll explore how faith guides our journey, aiming to offer comfort and encouragement to our listeners. Although we are not pastors, counselors, therapists, or life coaches, we hope that you are encouraged and can learn and grow from our experiences, our advice, and our testimonies. We hope that you connect with us on Instagram and TikTok at ConversationsWChrist or on X at ComboswChrist. You can also find us on all podcast streaming platforms. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy. I think we're all in really good places in our lives now and are moving forward with our relationships with God. Do you all, can you recall some times where there were some bumps in the roads or like when you're saying those doors are shut when you had the relationship with God, but it was also hard because I think it's a a lot of, I think there's hills and valleys Mm -hmm. that people go through. And I think sometimes um, we don't talk about the the hard parts and that it does get hard at times and that sometimes you're praying and praying and you're like god where are you (laughs) and so what in those times did you all do as a christian when it got hard and you're you feel like you're praying and you may not be hearing anything what like helped you to keep going um for me i feel like um, in times where it was really, really hard and I'm like praying for like, I think the last season that I can think of probably was when my sister passed away. Mm-hmm. And at that time I was really involved in, um, my fraternity. I was really involved in school. I had a lot going on. Um, I was retaking a class that I had just failed in the uh, past semester or not failed, but withdrew from because I was failing. (laughs) And I was really like that was one of the hardest classes I had to take in all of my college career. And I was thinking, like, why did this happen now? Like, I was already struggling trying to balance all this stuff. And then I have to do this on top of it. And I was like, what is going on, God? Like, I'm asking him why, asking him questions. And. I wasn't hearing anything. So I think in that time, I tried to just like, just make it to the end of the semester and like fight and like leaning on my own strength and trying to push through it. And by the time like Christmas came around, I was exhausted. And I was like, I cannot do this on my own. Like, this is not going to continue to work. I don't know how I'm going get back on track next semester. I don't know how I'm supposed to pass this class. I don't know how I'm supposed to do anything. And then that led to 2020 Mm. with me diving into hearing God more and diving into listening to him more and really like leaning on him or learning to lean on him. And I think from then, any other time where we had like bumps in the roads, whether it be in our relationship or just in life in general with jobs or whatever, I would lean on God and trust that he would like get us through. Even with our wedding, there was a time where I was like, all right, this is our wedding. I don't know how we going to pay for it, (laughs) but God is going to make a way. A whole conversation about if we just... We're going to go to the courthouse. The church. Oh, yeah, the church. (laughs) Not not the courthouse, the church. (laughs) 
But yeah, there is a point where we're like, you know, worst. What's the worst thing that's gonna happen? Yeah, we're gonna get married. Right. Yeah, like the enemy's not gonna keep us from getting married. Yeah, we're gonna get married. What's the worst thing that's gonna happen? We cancel the reception and we mm-hmm. get married in the church. Right. But, but God made a way. Yeah, and in that time, I was like, you know what? God is gonna make a way. I don't know where the money's gonna come from. I don't know we what's gonna happen. Know. We still don't. We know. still don't know. <laughs> we, we when we got the invoices, when it clicked, like, oh, like God got us. I don't know where this money came we from. I don't know how that happened, but came we got right. the money and then some. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, he came through. So I think just in those hard times learning to lean on god mm-hmm. and not on your own strength because i was exhausted i was beat and i was like i didn't know how i would continue on like i didn't know how to right wrongs i didn't know which way to go so i was like god just you take take care of it and lead me wherever i'm supposed to go he did give me some hard messages in that time and <laughs> i was stubborn didn't listen and it ended up paying off bad, but I think that me going through that allowed me to listen to him and be more obedient because mm-hmm. he would have saved me a lot of like stress and turmoil and different things of that sort. So learning to lean on him and listen when he does talk. And then if at that time he wasn't talking, just knowing that he's still there with you, like even if you're in a valley or something of that sort, God is still with there with, with you, even if he's not talking mm-hmm. to you actively just know feeding on even old things that you had because i had been prior to that i had been taking notes from church services about being in a valley Mm. my um (laughs) pastor did a service called pit masters and it's about what to do when you're in a pit and i in that time just didn't think to go back and listen to that or go back to read on that so sometimes you'll be in a valley and you're like god you're not talking to me well maybe he already gave you what you needed and you just got to look back at it so really good point yeah that's a really good point. Yeah. 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 I think for me, it's been, I think for me, it's still my mental health. I think when I was reading and like really deep in the word of God, it kind of, I don't know. I feel like I was just, even when like bad things would happen, like when we, not bad things, but like challenges, um, even with like the situation with our finances, us trying to figure out where we're going to you know, get the finances to pay for the wedding. I was so relaxed. It was yeah. because I was freaking out, which is not like us. Usually no. it's me. <laughs> Usually and I'm like, I we was, got it. It's cool. Yeah, like, and it's me that's like crying, like trying to figure out where I'm going to come <laughs> up with this money. Uh, now I'm looking at jobs. I, now I figure out I got to work four jobs to make this work. <laughs> what, you, what jobs can I apply for? But this time I was very content and I was just at a peace mm-hmm. that I've never had before financially. And I was just like, I'm not even worried. God is going to God is going to make it happen. I don't know how, but he already told us that we're supposed to get married, that if if we have to make the sacrifice of not getting the wedding that we wanted, the one that we planned for, I'm OK with that, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, I'm just excited to get married to be married not necessarily what the wedding really looks like i honestly at that point i was like i don't care like god told us we're gonna be married he's gonna make he's gonna allow that for it to happen and how that looks like i'm i'm i don't care i'm okay with it Mm -hmm. and but after you know now recently i feel like i've been making more time for work than i have been for my Mm -hmm. word and he's been on constantly telling me, you need to get in your word. You need to get in your word. And I'll set a t- time and day. And, and when I, I'll say, when I get from work, I'm going to read my Bible from, you know, at least 30 minutes, mm-hmm. at least a chapter. And then I get home and I'm so exhausted. Mm-hmm. And I'm, 
okay, tomorrow. And it's just like, okay, tomorrow, okay, tomorrow. Yeah. And it's been weeks and um, for a while now. And then as I started to kind of get away from my word, I started to realize that certain cycles that I was in prior are now starting to come back. Mm -hmm. And um, I started to realize that certain things that I didn't know that, or certain things that I knew I had issues with started to reveal themselves again. Mm -hmm. And my mental health being one of them and just having anxiety. Mm -hmm. And um, when we first started premarital counseling, um, the first day, I literally had a mental breakdown. Mm. I was crying the whole time we were in um, premarital counseling. I was have, kind of going into a spiral, like I'm not yeah. ready to be married because mm. I have all these mental health things, you know, anxiety, depression that I've carried on from as a child mm. and I haven't worked through them. I haven't mm -hmm. healed 100% with them. How am I gonna be able to be a wife right. and cater and uh, mm. serve a husband? And so I went into this spiral thinking that I wasn't ready to be married and I was crying and I was upset and I was just like, no, there's no way. Like, I'm going to, we're going to have to call this wedding off. Like, yeah. I can't do it. And then God spoke to me. And at first I wasn't leaning on God. I was just leaning on mm -hmm. what I thought was mm -hmm. reality at that time. And the reality is, is that I can't be married. What mm -hmm. I thought. Yeah. And then God was like, kind of telling me didn't i tell you that you were supposed to marry this person you asked me mm -hmm. he said you prayed and asked me to reveal to you if this was your husband and i revealed it to mm -hmm. you i told you you were supposed to be married what are you saying mm -hmm. all right and he, he would tell me like you're calling me a liar mm -hmm. if you're mm -hmm. saying that you're not supposed to be married mm -hmm. and so i was finally able to like able to collect myself and kind of get out of this spiral and realize okay i'm I can do this. I'm able to do this. And just also speaking to a therapist and like realizing that just because I haven't healed 100% doesn't mean that I don't deserve the beautiful things in life. Mm -hmm. And working through that. And then fast forward to a few weeks ago, the same thing happened where I kind of went into this spir anxiety spiral mm -hmm. where the same thing like okay i don't know if i can do this mm -hmm. and i don't know like if i'm prepared for this and just all these like thoughts coming in my head and me like believing my own mm -hmm. thoughts that i can't do this but then god again was like no and he kind of gave me instruction moving forward and told me like when you when this happens you need to quiet yourself mm -hmm. and you need to be in a room by yourself and you need to come to me mm -hmm. nobody else can handle this but you, only i can you give this to me because i feel like yeah. i gave it to cortez and, and i could not handle it. it it was yeah and it's important to know that like not and that's when he kind of taught me like even like my best friend like that's not for her. Mm -hmm. My best friend is there to guide me and to support me, but not everything is for the people around yeah. you because mm -hmm. not everybody can handle those yeah. things. God can handle everything. Right? Yeah, He can handle all of the ugly, all of everything. And he can handle you being angry at him. He can handle you thinking certain things about yourself. He can handle everything and then he'll correct it and then some. Mm -hmm. So he kind of, you know, I think during that time, I kind of steered away from him. And although I knew deep down, Holy Spirit was telling me to kind of just give it to God. I didn't mm -hmm. know how because I was so anxious mm -hmm. that I felt like I had to just let it out. And that's exactly what I did. I kind of just let everything spill out in order for me to feel good, mm -hmm. to let everything out. But then 
I didn't realize all the chaos I had caused around me from doing that. Yeah. And so then God was just, he told me um, after, you know, everything I had, like, let all my feelings out the next day or the next time I went to church, he was like, you're not supposed to be doing that. He like a parent was like, you need to quiet yourself Mm -hmm. and you need to go into a room and you need to cry to me and tell me, let give everything to me Mm -hmm. and I will remind you who you are and remind you why you're why you can do this Mm -hmm. and remind you that your thoughts are not real this is the enemy trying to steer you away from your purpose and what i created you for and Mm -hmm. really like to tell you that you can't do this and so Mm -hmm. he kind of reminded me and i think that you know sometimes we go through things and we forget that Mm -hmm. god can do these miraculous things Mm -hmm. during the hardest times we tend to lean on our own understanding and we forget that God can lead us in literally in anything mm-hmm. in anything. As you both were talking, I think that reminds me of the thing that I wish I would have learned earlier in life and held on to. Like for me, it wasn't going to other people. It was me trying to fix things myself. I think mm-hmm. I'm naturally yeah. like a fixer for everything and everybody and I um feel like I can logically think my way out of situations mm-hmm. and it took me to like be emotionally rock bottom or financially rock bottom or physically rock bottom for me to cry out to God. Mm -hmm. And I wish I would have done that sooner because I would have saved myself a lot of time. And I think that's a good thing to remember when, when you feel yourself not waiting till like you are spiraling out of control. Like when you feel yourself starting to hit that curve, it's Mm -hmm. like go to God then. Mm -hmm. And that's something that now I do a lot more sooner than I did in the past. And so both of you kind of spoke to that. And I think it's important to hold on to that and remember that. And even when you see each other starting to hit that corner, remind each other Mm -hmm. to go to God with that Mm -hmm. before you get into that spiral, because it will save just so much time, emotion Mm -hmm. and energy. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's great that you all are already thinking about that. Yeah. Yeah. We actually have words for like when we start to go into a spiral (laughs) now from our therapist. And I think you just pointed out something good that when we give each other those words, it's good to say instead of just saying, "Okay, I understand, say go to God with that or like take it to God and just, okay, take some time, take it to God. Or ask, like, have you given it to God? Yeah. 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 That's a really good idea. So um, as you were talking, you mentioned like you felt that. God was telling you in those times that you were getting off track with your purpose or things like that. Um, Do you want to dive into a little bit about what your purpose or what you believe your purpose is and kind of like the light bulb moment of how you found that? Yeah. Um, As I mentioned, I, I feel God hasn't revealed exactly what I'm going to be doing. He just gave me ministry and counseling. Mm -hmm. Now what that looks like, I have no idea because Mm -hmm. like you mentioned, there's Mm -hmm. just so many ways that you can use that, whether it's, Maybe it's this podcast and I, I don't know, or maybe it's something else, like another role. But he did give me that. Um, as far as how I got that, oof, I have no idea. I don't remember. I think I just remember asking God to reveal it to me. And then he kind of gave me the podcast. Mm-hmm. And then I gave that to Cortez. <laughs> and Cortez is like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, look but I was now. like, I don't want to do it by myself. <laughs> yeah. And um then he 
you know, the Lord just kind of started, I started to ask more questions. And then I started to meet other people who were, you know, life coaches and ministers and counselors. And I went to a, um, uh, an event uh, called um, Girls Brunch and God. And it was a room full of women who are Christian and believe in God. And um, <laughs> going there, he kind of revealed a lot of things to me. Um, I met three different women who were ministers, pastors, and counselors who were from Dallas mm-hmm. <laughs> and speaking to them. And they, I kind of spoke to them about my purpose and what God had revealed to me. And they gave me a lot of good feedback and a lot of advice. Um, so I'm not really sure what it looks like yet. He just kind of gave me little pieces. I think as I start to become more obedient, he'll mm-hmm. show me a little bit more and more. Mm-hmm. And what was the other question? Uh, basically, you answered pretty much oh, everything. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think for me, uh, I'd say my light bulb moment was at our discipleship class. Um, through our discipleship class, we took an online test to basically show us what our spiritual gifts were. And in doing that, I found that I am like a really good teacher because I like to understand how things work. Uh, And I'm very invested in like helping others like level up or things Mm -hmm. of that sort, which is something that I've kind of always known. Like my friends know, like I'm always there to help. Like I'm always, I I feel like a sense of fulfillment when I see, when I'm able to help someone else like do better in life, Mm -hmm. whether it's something I know, something I can, somebody I can connect you with, Mm -hmm. however it is, like I love seeing the people around me prosper and helping to get us all to a different level. And I think that um, just that test kind of confirmed it. And I was praying about it for a long time. Like, what is my purpose? What am I supposed to do? And just that teaching and helping others to like grow definitely spoke out to me. And I was like, oh yeah, this is absolutely me. And I think now it's just finding where God leads me with that. And I think, um, you know, it's day by day, but I feel a peace about it that I know that everything that I'm doing currently is leading me to wherever he wants Mm -hmm. me to end and wherever that end role is. So, yeah. Yeah, you just reminded me. That's where where God spoke to me. Mm -hmm. was in discipleship class. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. He had previously told me that I was supposed to go back to school, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know for what. Mm -hmm. And when we left, Cortez had gotten word for me. Mm -hmm. And he was like, when we got in the car, he's like, okay, you're supposed to go back to school, but definitely not for what you think it is. Mm -hmm. I was like, what is it? And he's like, I think you're supposed to go to Bible school. I was like, Bible school? He said, yeah, like some sort of ministry school he's giving me or like pastoring or something like that. I was like, what? I thought it was for biology. <laughs> Definitely was a curveball. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to keep praying on this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you want to touch on your light bulb moment and what you believe that your purpose is? I don't know if I had one light bulb bulb moment. I think I've had multiple ones where it was just moving this direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I follow like the peace um, that that goes along with it. I think recently someone asked me a question about why do I work so hard? Why do I do what I do? And it will, it, 
took me to really think about it because I I am and it's not I've never been one to like chase money or chase Mm -hmm. titles. It's been I've leaned into the what I feel like God is pulling me towards what I feel like I'm good at. I've leaned into it and decided that I'm going to be the best that I can at that, whether Mm -hmm. that's teaching, whether that's leading. And um, I just felt like I'm walking in my purpose and I need to do it to the best of my ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And along with that, like my other side, the personal side, like I'm really cheap. I like to buy. <laughs> I, like to really buy <laughs> I like to buy things on sale all the time. You all know. And yeah. I don't like to spend money. But when it comes to like helping somebody in need, whether that be friends, family, or a person on the street, like, the other day didn't need to be, but I don't know what made me go into um, a jack in a box uh, line on the way home from somewhere. I don't even really like jack in a box. And I sat in that line for probably 20 minutes. Like it was the slowest jack in the box line (laughs) it was. And I was like, I'm going to just get me a cheeseburger, no bun and some tacos. (laughs) (laughs) And I and so I said I was the whole time I was like, why am I sitting in this line for 20 minutes for this? I could just eat when I get home. As soon as I was pulling off, um, right in the drive-thru, it was a homeless man. And I saw him when I was about three cars from the window, and he would just put out his hand as if people drove by and everybody just drove by him. And so I pulled up and I thought he I didn't know whether he was going to ask for money, but I had gotten my food and he put out his hand and I rolled my window down. I was like, are you hungry? And he was like, yes. And I just gave him my food. I was I, I went through that line, not because I needed it, because I don't ever eat fast food. Mm-hmm. I don't hardly ever eat fast food other than Chick-fil-A. But, <laughs> but um, God put me in that line to be able to help feed that man yeah. that was waiting there and i think <laughs> about so that beautiful. with everything i do like i'm not doing it just so that i can get this task done it's it's because i'm going to be a blessing to somebody else in some way mm-hmm. that might be the person that i'm doing this task for regarding work it may be the financial piece that i'm getting because i'm doing my job that i'm able to help somebody else out mm-hmm. but it's always um, to answer the question a person asks me, I work hard because I know that I'll be able to help somebody else. Yeah. And that's that's what and it's so funny how when you are also walking in your purpose, God continues to bless you. Like yes. again, I've never been one to be like, Oh, I wanna make this amount of money. But God has continued to bless me because I continue to be obedient in what He asked me to do, yeah. whether that's going to a job or whether that's giving of myself, my time, my energy, my money, either to the church, to a person, to a charity, whatever. And I feel like that's how I've identified that I'm walking in my purpose. Yeah, and you actually kind of started answering like my next question to everybody, which was for the viewers out there who aren't walking in their purpose, like how can they get on that or how can they know that they're on that? And I think you touched on something really important, which was being obedient. Like, you know, when you're when you're hearing God say something or you're hearing that little voice in the back of your head, like, just do this or just do that, and you're obedient to it, that can is an amazing 100%. way to start getting on the, like, right route to your purpose and walking in the life that God has for you. Because just yeah. being obedient alone has opened so many doors and done so much for both of us, yeah. actually. 
Yeah. And that just reminds me of the scripture that I have. It, like, speaks to that exactly. It's so I'm going to read Matthew 6. And I'm going to read the whole chapter um, 25 uh, 25 to 34 so that you can get context. So it says, therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and body more than clothing. Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit of this stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, they how they grow, nor neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not a weary like one of these. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. So I think the emphasis mm-hmm. is um verse 33 but God but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. Mm-hmm. So just like how you were saying you know, it's if you are ask God and you are obedient, He'll guide you in the way that mm-hmm. He knows you the depths of your heart. He know yeah. He created you, so He knows the depths of your heart. He knows exactly what will make you happy. He knows the true things that you want, even though you never said them out loud to anyone. He knows them because He knows you. So if you just follow Him and ask Him your path, He'll guide you to those things. And I think oftentimes Christians think or people who are afraid of becoming Christian think that just because if they become Christian, like, oh, now I have to stop doing all these things because now I'm a Christian. I can't drink. I can't have fun. But it's like if you God doesn't doesn't ask you to do all these things, he speaks to everybody differently. So if you just were to give your life to Christ. I think like he won't ever ask you to do those things. I think you just start to want to do those <laughs> things naturally because of your you're gonna your life is gonna change. Yeah. And I think once you start to, you know, follow God and ask God, he's gonna lead you to the most happiest you've ever been. And not to say that that doesn't come with challenges because it's life and but he'll then guide you to get through those challenges um better than you could do on your own. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just say, like, when we talk about listening to God, it also, you have to quiet the distractions around you Mm. that may also be telling you different things. Because I think in different parts of my life, there were things pulling me in different ways that was not always God. Mm -hmm. And they were distractions. And it took building a relationship with God 
to help quiet some of those distractions yeah. to let me know when I'm really hearing God or when I was just hearing one of those distractions yeah. that are pulling me. So I think that's a, a good distinction for people who are looking for their purpose, that there may be other distractions that will, will they'll feel a pulling towards, but it's if when building the relationship with God, that's what helps you know that it's God that is yeah, talking to you. Yeah, you get to know his character mm-hmm. and who he is. I think the only way to do that is by getting in the word, honestly. Yes. Yeah. Because you'll get to read and God will speak to you and you'll get to know who God is and his character. And that way, when you're starting to ask God to reveal certain things to you, um, we have to remember that there is God, so there is an enemy and he can like the enemy you know he doesn't know everything that god knows but he can sometimes hear or, like try to distract you with habits that you m- may not suit you or try to pull you away from god's purpose that's what he tries to do so it's important to know god's character in order to be able to sit with yourself and ask yourself oh is this god that's speaking to me what god asks yeah. of me does this align with his word does this align with his scripture and who god is does this put me in harm? And would God want that for me? It's important to know that so that way you can ask yourself those questions and dwell in them and under and know if that's God that is pulling you in that direction or, you know, pulling you closer to your purpose. Definitely. And I think it really is like getting in the word and learning God because there was um, I remember there was a time when she first got that she was supposed to be like a, a minister and something like that. And she was like, how do I know if that's from <laughs> I God? This. And I was like, well, I don't think the devil or the enemy would tell you to be a Christian, to quit, cr- your, to quit job your job and be a Christian counselor. counselor. So and I, was like, I oh, think wait, that might be that's, God. That's, that's a good point. <laughs> so that's a, another one. I think uh, for me, it's using your gifts uh, that God has given you. And that's kind of what led me to finding my own purpose is using the gifts and the things that you're really, really good at. And using, seeing how you can use that to like glorify God and things of that sort. And there's actually a scripture in First Peter chapter 4, verse 10, that says, As each of us has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's grace. And um, a little context on that is Peter was previously talking to Christians, telling them that they are set apart, they are God set apart people and how they're supposed to live and things of that sort. And basically telling them that in the end times that how they can walk in their purpose and how that what they're supposed to do basically leading up to the end times. And he was telling them to use their gifts to go out and spread the good word, to spread the gospel to as many people as they can. And they were like, well, how do we do that? And he's like, well, use the gifts that God's giving you mm-hmm. and find out how, like figure out how that can help to suit you. So really take key into like what what you're naturally good at what you find peace in what brings you happiness and see how that can help to serve one another person or how how can you help someone else with something that you're good at right that's a really good point yeah yeah Hmm. you have any anybody else have anything or uh i don't think so that's a great conversation. Yeah. Well, <laughs> thank you to our special yeah, guest for joining us and agreeing to do this. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't know if you really had a choice. I don't think yeah. I did. We're <laughs> bringing all of our stuff. You're yeah. Sit with us and have this conversation. So thank you for sharing knowledge. Yeah. We will definitely have her back again 100%. to share some more knowledge. We kind of just 
touched the surface of all right. of the different knowledge and yeah. advice that you can give. And I know there's plenty more that you can have. Yeah. We'll have other guests as well. But thank you for being yeah. our very thank first you for guest. Us. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> And yeah, we are now on all platforms yeah. uh, except for Spotify. We're working on that. <laughs> but uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you can find us anywhere. Continue to like and share. Yeah. Uh, we hope that this helped you to find something, yeah. uh, help you get closer to your purpose. If you have questions, help you get closer to God. Help you get closer to God. Yeah. If there's anything you have questions on, feel free to drop comments, yeah. reach out to us. Yeah. If there's things that you would like for us to touch on, too, put yeah. that in the comments. Mm-hmm. If there's um, something that you want us to talk about or have discussion on, feel free to let us know. Yeah, and I would say that walking in your purpose can definitely have like it's not a straight road. Like you'll 100%. you'll say, oh, "Oh, I think this might," and then you're like, "Oh, it didn't," and just get back on it. And yeah. we all make mistakes. We're not oh, perfect. 100%. We'll fall off of our purpose as well. But mm-hmm. just the fact that you're striving towards something is really, really good. So yeah, and God, nothing goes unnoticed. God exactly, see everything, and He knows your true um, your true intentions mm-hmm. in your heart. Yeah, so maybe this will start the question at your table or your couch of why am I here? And we hope that us answering this helped you out a little bit. So we'll see you next episode, and thanks for coming. Thanks. Good job! Yay! I think that was a great episode.